This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. This is the Philadelphia 76ers postgame show. It feeds like a locomotive up Broad Street. Sarge is going to turn, he'll get it off, and he rolls it in. The Sixers postgame show, right now on 97.5 The Fanatic. A little bit of rest, certainly seeming to do a lot of good for the 76ers tonight at Barclays Center, 120-97 to over the Brooklyn Nets. Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com. We're standing by and expecting to hear from the head coach of the winning team tonight, and that would be Brett Brown. Thursday's game in Miami in the midst of a real road-heavy stretch, the 76ers schedule certainly across the board. You could see maybe it looked like the team not quite as sharp as it typically is from the outset tonight, they were excellent, and they carried that tone all the way through to the finish for a big 23-point win over Brooklyn. More details on that in a moment. Right now, the head coach, Brett Brown. It's to hold that team to 37 uh, second-half points, 14 in the fourth period. They're hard to guard. They're really hard to guard, and I think that that excites me probably the most, our second-half defense. Coach, only nine turnovers tonight. You've got to take care of the basketball. I mean, just trying to improve on the things we know are going to matter if we're fortunate enough to play in postseason. You know, we, we, turnovers are always on our mind. We, we play, you know, with the fourth fastest pace or whatever it is. We got a young point guard, a rookie point guard, and they come. You just hope to reduce them and hope that the, the flavor of turnovers, reckless passes, you know, more than illegal screens or like back stepping out of bounds. Like there's different species of turnovers that really are upsetting. I thought that we did a better job of not like the sloppy passes. And I think that the uh, sting in our defense and especially the attention that we had to give to the three-point line um, was, was, was good for the most part, excellent at times. I thought we were pretty good. I give us a B plus. I think that like that thing at the start of the third period where they, you know, had a little flurry of threes, and you know you feel it. It's uh, 
anytime we connect the dots of how leads evaporate, it's the same thing. You know, you foul too much, you turn it over, they go on a three-point flurry. And so those three areas, like when you're holding a lead, you're always trying to, you know, be aware of. And uh, I think for the most part, they only got up, I think, 28 threes. Like, they've been averaging 40. And, and the less since, I think, February 1 or Christmas Day or something, you know, recent, my analytics people tell me. But to, to just reduce them, let alone get to them, uh, was, was our game plan. And I thought our guys did a pretty good job. Your thoughts on Joel's performance? I thought he was dominant. You know, like, they, he's a hard matchup for this team. Um, they, they opted to go a little bit smaller, a little bit more mobile. You know, the young draft pick, I think, plays with high energy. Sort of reminds me of, like, a, you know, Nerlens was for us in, in the first few years. I thought he was extremely aggressive. I love when he tries to get deep catches in the paint and just, you know, find that balance of bullying his way into the game. I thought he had some big passes out of the post, really sophisticated passes. Uh, we're always, like, mindful that he's going to get the ball a lot. I think he gets the most NBA touches in the, in the league at a post. And so, like, what do you do with it once you get it? The combination of him scoring and him passing out of the post. I thought he was pretty special tonight. Indeed, Joel Embiid was, and indeed were the 76ers, 120-97 over the Brooklyn Nets. So yes, the Sixers seem to get their spirit back tonight after a tough loss, especially one that got away from them Thursday in Miami. Joel Embiid, he drew a lot of attention from fans and perhaps some media members as well in recent days, looking a little bit fatigued. He brushed off talk of that, so did Brett Brown, both of them saying that really it was more of a collective thing, and tonight, collectively, the Sixers able to see their way through to a 120-97 win over the Brooklyn Nets. This team with two-way spirit from the start of tonight's game, they defended it terrific. They forced turnovers, 18 of them on the Nets, while committing just 10 themselves, a 22-9 advantage in points off turnovers. That a key part of the game. The Sixers were balanced. They shared the ball. Tremendous effort all the way around tonight as eight different Sixers score in double figures. Joel Embiid led the way with 21 points and eight rebounds. T.J. McConnell in each individual category might not have the most eye-popping night statistically, but he was exceptional and as important as anyone. We'll get into that with Tom McGinnis in just a moment. In terms of the final outcome of tonight's game, he really seemed to embody the spirit that the Sixers were looking for tonight. Ben Simmons, steady J.J. Redick, too, and Robert Covington with a very good flash of contributions both in the second and third quarters tonight. And Dario Saric, just Mr. Consistent for the 76ers down the stretch of the season. 120-97, 76ers over the Nets. Tom McGinnis is next on the postgame show on the Sixers Radio Network. Seventy Sixers and the Brooklyn Nets at Barclays Center for the second and final time this season. 120-97 the score. Sixers getting back into the win column and most importantly, they are holding a grip on sixth place in the Eastern Conference standings. With a loss tonight, they could have perhaps slipped behind Miami for seventh place in the East, but a very convincing, well-rounded effort by the Sixers tonight. Defensively, they were stout. They held the Brooklyn Nets to 38.8% shooting. While Brooklyn hit 10 three-pointers, it was more about the volume of threes that Brooklyn was not able to put up in tonight's game. And they held the Nets, as Brett Brown talked about, to just 28 three-point attempts. This is a team that entered uh, the evening second in the NBA in total three-pointers made 
uh, on the year. Sixers commanding in the paint, plus 20 in points scored there. And they also, as we mentioned, did a great job converting turnovers into scoring opportunities. There were some junctures of the game where a couple of Brooklyn's more important pieces were able to shake loose. D'Angelo Russell early on in the third quarter left his mark. He finished with 26 points. But aside from that, Brooklyn just never really able to get going for a sustained stretch. Yes, they hung around the Sixers. It was a single-digit margin pretty much on the way through the middle portion of the third quarter. But after that, the Sixers shifted into high gear. Their bench was so productive a total team effort in tonight's 120-97 win. We're going to step aside real quick. No, we have him. We have Tom McGinnis. He is with us. Up to Brooklyn we go. Tom, a nice effort by the Sixers tonight. And this really was what it was all about, that the players and the head coach were talking about. The last 36 hours after that game in Miami, everything seemed to come together. And you could also tell quick this is going to be a different type of effort from the Sixers tonight. Well, I, I thought so. And, again, I mean, I, I felt it my own self. Just to be able to get two days – you know, you got to understand, you, you go all the way to Florida and, you know, like, and there's certainly being in South Florida. It's just, you know, granted, it was 70. So what are you talking about? You're tired. Well, you, you get tired when you're on the road like that, when you're going to bed at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, even when you come back from Miami and you're home. So be able to rest up, restore, and get recuperative in terms of, uh, you know, your energy back. And it showed. And they, I think they were disappointed with how they finished that game down there and, Again, like Embiid, like Brett Brown said, and you commented too, a special, unbelievable in a lot of aspects. But I thought McConnell really gave them the jump uh, with those steals and that effort. Like we, we're not, and I think they also must have, you know, you, you never in the NBA, like there's, they don't say, oh, there's no revenge games. But I thought for sure the way they played, they, they definitely did not like the way they played here and lost here last time. So, it was. It was. There was a sense of urgency. That's the team we've become uh, accustomed to watching this year for the Sixers, and it showed with the result. Sixers topple the Brooklyn Nets 122-97. Let's dig into McConnell a little bit more. Tonight was vintage TJ. He was dialed in on the offensive end, dealing with six assists defensively. He's just a terror in transition, and really so much of the damage he does, it seems, Tom, comes between the baseline and the midcourt line on inbound opportunities for the opposition. It's amazing. Yeah, no, a sneaky one-man press and uh... – and then it's just tenacious defense, too. He's one of those guys that kind of gets after you. can't assume that you're just going to walk the ball. Nobody walks it across anymore, quite frankly, in the NBA. But, uh, you know, he gets after it. He puts pressure on the basketball. And, again, that type of energy and that effort, that's contagious. That, that's When you see your teammate playing all out like that, diving, scraping for the basketball, you almost feel compelled to play that way, too. So he adds a lot of spirit and fight for the ball club, something they've become accustomed to. And and that's how he is, too. I mean, he's not, you know, he's a very likable guy, but he, he's irascible. He's not going to, he's not going to steady, uh, take for, you know, the common thing. He, he gets after it a good bit. So he played well. And as you said, Dario has been so consistent. You know, Ben, I thought they did a pretty good job of covering Simmons. He had nine shots in the game, but still affected it with six boards and six assists. And Covington came back. How about that? You know, three points, no field goals in Miami. Tonight, 3-3, 6 of 10, four free throws, five rebounds, four assists, 19 points. Had a great driving play and, quite frankly, one of his best all-around games of late. Sixers draft the Brooklyn Nets 120-97. I think you said a time towards the end of the game. 
How about that? Or something like finally a home game on the horizon for the Sixers, and they've got a really key one on Tuesday against the Indiana Pacers. Pacers taking on the Boston Celtics tonight, and you know they beat them at TD Garden 99-97. So that'll set up some stakes for the Sixers to possibly climb a little bit higher in the standings. But all in all, really nice that after tonight's game, there's only one more stretch at the end of this month Atlanta and Charlotte, where the Sixers play more than one game consecutively on the road, and it'll be just a, a pretty modest two-game trip. No, absolutely. This has been a wild, you know, I mean, you look at the schedule, and th- this stretch was crazy. And Brett Brown was saying, you know, by the people that measure t- some those things, that this has been the most that the Sixers have played, you know, minutes. They, they, they use that load management. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but I, I can just tell you they've been gone for like 12 of the last 14 days. So, to come back and play Indiana with rest and, it, like, another major head-to-head game. I mean, in Miami, you know, the Sixers don't have the tiebreaker. They're now just a game behind the Sixers. The Sixers, with the win here, se- create a game separation. So they're in sixth, Miami in seventh. And, you know, Indiana ahead with Washington. I felt like the last time the Sixers were out in Indianapolis, it was part two of a back-to-back. Didn't really have the juice. So this shapes up to be a good season. And remember – you know, we go all the way back to the summer. They trade Paul George. It looks like it's going to be a rebuilding year. When you're when you're assessing the Eastern Conference, you didn't figure that Indiana would be fifth or right in the mix. Well, they are. Oladipo's having a career year. Sabonis is playing well. Everybody they have is really stepping it up. So that shapes up to be a really exciting uh, big-time game for the Sixers on Tuesday at the center against the Pacers. Sixers over the Nets, 120-97. to Tom, enjoy the train ride back. You got it. Thank you, Brian. Sixers with a welcomed win tonight, getting back on track and splitting the four-game road trip. Two up, two down. We'll get into some of the sounds of tonight's game with Tom's highlight calls on the other side. It's the post-game show on the Sixers Radio Network. Finally, the end of a week-long four-game road trip for the 76ers. Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com. It was a positive outcome for the Sixers tonight. We will tell you that much. As for the details, here is how tonight's game sounded. The one and only Tom McGinnis with the radio calls. Two points early for the Brooklyn Nets. The next 10 to the visiting team. Simmons across midcourt. He's got Dario, but he'll keep it. And now back out to Embiid. Joel top of the arc for three. And that's good. So 10 straight points by the Sixers. Joel started the game three for three. So did Ben Simmons. Sixers showed early they were in a groove and got some of that spirit back that they were looking to reclaim after going two days without a game on the heels of Thursday's loss to the Miami Heat. So some nice energy at the outset of the opening quarter tonight, and then also that was the case at the end of the first. Sixers ball, Reddick with it, two seconds to go, fires for three, and in, J.J. Reddick delivers! A homecoming in Brooklyn! He nails a three with point three to go in the opening quarter, and the Sixers by a dozen. Yeah, they couldn't miss. 37-25 Sixers after 12 minutes of play in the second quarter. Robert Covington, who was a little bit off the mark, to say the least. Thursday in Miami after a big game Tuesday in Charlotte. Well, he was back on again tonight. Over to Covington for three. (laughs) That's good. 0 for 10 in Miami. 11 points here in the opening half against Brooklyn. Robert Covington is three for three. And in that stretch in particular, he scored 11 out of 13 points for the Sixers. That basket made it 54 to 33. 76ers were up 10, 70 to 60 at the break. This was the 
third time on the road trip, in fact, that the Sixers reached 70 points by halftime. That is uh, pretty good considering where this team had been in the past in terms of its offense. Third quarter, D'Angelo Russell made a couple baskets in the opening minutes. Brooklyn got back to within single digits. They were looking for someone or something to stem the tide, then get the energy back on their side. T.J. McConnell was great in the first half, and he had an all-around terrific night, as this play demonstrated. Holmes and McConnell, two-man game on the right side. T.J. crosses over on Cunningham, shoots it from the wing, and in! Swish for McConnell, and the Sixers is celebrating as they should have Sixers were back up 18 90 to 72 they led by 13 did the Sixers going into the fourth 96 83 not too long after that the Sixers lead would be in the 20s for the rest of the night 10 to shoot and beat guarded by D'Angelo Russell outside right they switch he passes to Covington who drives it underhand scoop is good Robert Covington driving down the lane 19 points Robert Covington, a balanced night himself. 76ers, a balanced night all the way around. Final notes from the final stat sheet in this evening's game. The second and final stop the Sixers make on the year at Barclays Center. Sixers 52.5% from the field. Brooklyn held to 38.8% shooting. Defense, defense, defense. It's obviously a calling card the Sixers hang their hat on. They also wanted to get back to doing good things defensively tonight, and that's one statistic that would indicate that they did. Sixers 9 of 26 from outside the arc. Brooklyn was 10 of 28, but as we talked about, this was more about quantity um, of opportunities from the outside in terms of what Brooklyn had, and based on what they do on a game-in, game-out basis tonight, not quite up to the same volume of three-pointers that they take, so a success for the Sixers in that department. Sixers out-rebounded the Nets by six overall in the game. They really picked up their efforts on the glass in the second half. All around, a very good game from the turnover standpoint for the Sixers. They only committed 10 while forcing Brooklyn into 18. As a result, the Sixers finished with a 22-9 advantage in points off of turnovers. Some individual notes, Joel Embiid back to his very dominant form tonight. 21 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, a block shot. Sixers were plus 19 with him on the floor for only 26 minutes. So he came, he saw, he conquered in a very brief period of time. 9 of 17 from the field for Embiid. Robert Covington with 19 points. He scored six field goals, half of which were from the inside and half of which were from the outside of the arc. He was also four of six from the free throw line, five rebounds, four assists, two block shots, and a steal. He was plus 13 for the game. Dario Scharch with 18 points, six rebounds, and three assists, plus two block shots, 12 for J.J. Redick. He had a nice first half. Ben Simmons steady with 11 points, six boards, six dimes. But let's talk about the bench. Tremendous tonight. Beginning with T.J. McConnell, 5 of 9 for him, 10 points, 6 assists, 4 rebounds, and 4 steals. He was tenacious in transition defensively in particular. He was plus 16 in the game, 39 bench points for the Sixers. That's really good. Marco Bellinelli with 13, 6 of 10 from the field. Ursan Ilyasova, a double-double with 11 points and 13 rebounds plus 3 steals. Job well done by Ursan Ilyasova tonight. 76ers with the win improved to 36 and 29. They're now one and one on the year versus Brooklyn. Brooklyn drops to 21 and 46 on the season, and the Sixers with the victory, they remain in the hunt. Well, they're obviously in the hunt, but still very much within striking distance of the Indiana Pacers. Indy winning 
tonight at Boston, 99-97. to They'll be at the center on Tuesday. Going into today, two games separated the Sixers and the Pacers in the standings for fourth place, which is occupied by Indy, arguably one of the most surprising teams in the NBA this season. That'll be a key game Tuesday night at the center at 7 o'clock. Pre-game coverage on some of our Sixers radio network affiliates begin at 6.50. Big thanks to everyone involved in tonight's broadcast. Alan Yates, Jay Gray, back at the studio. And now for the radio voice of the 76ers, Tom McGinnis, Brian Seltzer, saying so long for now. One final time, the final score, 76ers 120, Brooklyn Nets 97. Have a great rest of your Sunday night from all of us here at the Sixers Radio Network. Following the Sixers win, Tom McGinnis had a chance to catch up with one of the players afterwards. Joining his courtside bench, Tom McGinnis, thank you. We're up here. Congratulations. Great all-around play. I thought T.J. McConnell really helped your bench. Very efficient up and down the lineup and a nice win here in Brooklyn for you guys. Yeah, we needed this one um, to get back on track. I think everybody really played well. Uh, T.J. stepped up, um, and we, we played solid game uh, overall. Seemed like two days of rest was really what the doctor had ordered before you guys got out here against the Nets, right? I think so. Maybe uh, maybe it's uh, you know, our new winning strategy. But um, no, I think we've been uh, really locking in and, and focusing in the uh, film room. Now you come back and you start some of the home games. You'll be back here against the Knicks later in the week, but you got Indiana who beat Boston tonight, and it shapes up to be a good one Tuesday. Definitely, definitely. Got to get uh, back to Philly and prepare for that. Uh, it's going to be a tough game, um, but, you know, we're definitely ready for it. Last thought, but your folks are here. I saw your brother here. What's it like to have your family coming on the road to watch you so often? It's awesome. It's funny because, you know, my dad's right there, my grandpa, my uncle, and my, and my mom, and I got a few friends here. So it's just good having uh, my family out here and knowing I have that support. Great. Happy for you. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate it. Congratulations. Ben Simmons, our guest courtside. Sixers win 120-97. And back with more postgame coverage after this on the 76ers Radio Network. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.